Hey there, my name is Cole. Me and my buddy Kevin do a live comedy trivia night every Monday and Tuesday at a bar way up in North, North Canada. We say a lot of offensive and dumb things in between the questions, but since the beer is cheap, people keep showing up. And one of them told us that we should record it, and hopefully we become super rich and famous and I can buy a wig. If you like to laugh, learn, and maybe explore your body just a little bit too often, then welcome to Super Fun Time Trivia. Welcome everybody to Super Fun Time Trivia Friday Raw edition. Oh my goodness. It is like WWE Raw. <laughs> you pay extra because it's Friday. No, that's yep. not true. It's still the same. No, it's, it's still, still free to play. Completely free. Costs you absolutely nothing. Right. And we got the same prizes. I think today, where did Brody go? I think today oh. is the last day of craft care. So if uh, you drink a pint of Sleeping Giant, Right. Beer, they're going to donate 50 cents to the warming center. So tonight, more than any other night, yeah. get drunk. Get drunk. Chug a lug. Yeah. The way that it works is pretty simple. There are four rounds of trivia. There are three not general knowledge rounds. Oh, no. Three what are they? rounds that are all loosely based off of the, the day that is today, which is Valentine's Day. We got questions about different animal genitalia. We got other questions about Boom. different, different types of animal genitalia. Right. And most importantly... Penises. Penises. Uh, the way that it works is I ask a question. You got about 30 seconds to answer that question. At the end of those 30 seconds, I say boards up. You hold the board up. I say the correct answer. If you have the correct answer, you leave your board up. If you have the... Incorrect answer, you put your board down. Kevin will go around and he will say your team number. When you said your team number, it means it's safe to put your board down because your points are marked on the board. Whoever gets the most points at the end of each round is going home with some prizes from the fine folks at Sleeping Giant and the Moose. The winner of the first round is getting a pitcher of beer from Sleeping Giant. The winner of the second and third round get to spiel the wheel, spin the wheel of destiny where we can Ooh. win your mortal soul. Big money wheel right there. The winner of the fourth round is getting 10 Raven Bucks. Overall, 15, and also enter for the chance to win a $100 Visa gift card from my buddy Josh at Modern Investing. What's that? I, did did I say, say Raven Bucks? I don't know. Where are you? Cole and I are on the uh, business end of a trial of homemade acid that we made. <laughs> and by homemade, I mean I just bought a new battery for my car, and I just opened up the top of that, put a couple dabs of that on my tongue, and... We're ripping. It's having some extra good effects. The only rule of trivia is that there's no cell phones allowed at trivia. If you take your cell phone out during the trivia rounds, Kevin, in an acid-fueled state, will try to make sweet Valentine's Day love to it, and you won't want your phone back after that. I will do that. You will? Yeah, I'll make love to a phone. Like that guy who kisses cars? Gross. You ever seen that? My weird uh, addiction said, or whatever it was? You said you weren't going to tell anyone about what I do. Oof. I don't, and you know I don't care. It's when you tongue the pipe. I don't like that part. Round one, question one. Round one, question one. Who plays the Queen of Hearts in Tim Burton's Alice in Wonderland? Who plays the Queen of Hearts in Tim Burton's Alice in Wonderland? I'll give you a hint. It's Tim Burton's wife, but she's smart enough not to change her last name. She says, I listen to that Beyonce song. I'm a strong, independent woman. And I refused to take your last name, Timothy. F you. I was in Fight Club. What were you in? Nothing. I got to see Brad Pitt's dingus. <laughs> Boards up. Boards up. We're looking for Helena Bonham Carter. Helena yeah. Bonham Carter. Question number two. What is the Roman name for the god of love and sex? What is the Roman name for the god of love and sex? In, uh, I believe that, oh, I might have written this one down incorrectly. I got to double check it. Oh, great. I was thinking of Time's New Roman God. That's not <laughs> different. Comic Sans God. Hey, guys. It's me. I'm not a serious resume. <laughs> <laughs> Boards up. We are looking what for Cupid. We're looking for Cupid. Cupid. God. Not goddess. Not goddess. If you wrote Aphrodite. Uh, seven. I feel like you probably cheated. Thirteen. Got it. We've been doing this a while. Yeah, they're laughing because it's true. Yeah, exactly. As soon as you say, like, I feel like you guys are treating, they're like, ah, no. <laughs> no, not. Get out of here. Question number three. You're, we're looking for the closest 10 for this one. So you're going to write 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, all the way up to 100. But 100, you'd be dead. European males subconsciously seek out women whose waist circumference is about what percentage of their hips? European males subconsciously seek out women whose waist circumference is about what percentage of their hips. So obviously 10%, you would be dead. 
That would mean right. that your waist, if you have a, like... You're built like Fido Dido. <laughs> that Sprite guy who was just like a stick and had French fries for hair. With big, big booty. At about 50%, you might right. look like one of those rap guys' girlfriends from the song Anaconda. What is it called? It's the Nicki Minaj version. Oh, okay. Boards up. We're looking for 70%. We're looking for 70%. 69, we'll take that. That rounds up. There you go. 70%. So like Audrey Hepburn is apparently that 70%. Oh. Venus de Milo, that picture. Follows that ratio. I believe so. Huh. Question four. True or false question. True or false. Heart cells do not divide, which means that heart cancer is extremely rare. True or false. Heart cells do not divide. Which means that heart cancer is extremely rare. When I say do not divide, I don't mean never. I mean like, you know, at, from childhood to adulthood. Right. They're going to get a little bit more of them. Sure. But at some point they stop. Sort of like your brain cells. Yep. Or? Ball juice. That's not a thing that, that ever stops dividing. <laughs> you can be old as fuck. You can be 85 years old and still have a good, hefty. The boys are, the boys are still in town. You're still taking that cow to market all the time. <laughs> Boards up. Boards up. You're looking for true. We're looking for true. Man. Heart cancer affects apparently 1 in 12,000 people, and usually that's only cancers that come from somewhere else. They just move on in. Really sucks that that's a rare cancer with that number. You know what I mean? Like, what in 12,000? It's like, wow, that's not great. That's <laughs> <laughs> Those aren't good numbers. That's still three you know? people in North Bay. Man, yeah. <laughs> question number Jesus. five. Multiple choice question. Rhinoceros horn, when powdered, is believed in some countries to act as a potion for A, hair growth, B, love, or C, sexual potency. Rhinoceros horn, when powdered, is believed in some countries to act as a potion for A, hair growth, B, love, or C, sexual potency. Why take Viagra when you can just do a fucking well, line of rhino and, horn? And here's the thing. Some idiot ground it up and snorted it and got a boner from it because he's weird. <laughs> and then he's like, dude, it worked for me. And then it's just, you know... Uh, it just passes on that way. It's like, well, it worked for Kyle. It's going to work for me. And then he gets that thought, and he's all... It's like the same way mass hysteria works. Kyle you know? didn't know that he was the world's first furry. Yeah. He was like, I, just, I just actually want to fuck a rhino. Yeah, that's what it is. That's all it was. I put the rhinoceros horn in my ass first. <laughs> Boards up. Boards up. We're looking for C, sexual potency. C, sexual potency. Everybody apparently has tried the rhinoceros horn. It's good in a smoothie, too. Who here feels like they're having more potent sex? <laughs> it's, it's more... <laughs> it's just more thick, you it's know? Just, yeah. It's just I've been having thicker sex. Yeah, it's crazy. Question number six. Cut it with a knife. What fruit did the Celts see as a representation of love because it lasted so long after being picked? What fruit... Did the Celts see as a representation of love because it lasted so long after being picked? I'll give you a hint. The Celts lived in the Europe. The raisin. <laughs> no. That's a still alive. Look at it. It's still there. It used to be a grape. I covered it in sugar. It's even better. Yeah, that was pretty good. This is just like my wife. I thought it was a wide-known fact that the Greeks invented the raisin. The Greeks? Yeah. Or the Romans? I thought the Californians invented the raisin. No, they invented the band. Oh. Yeah, they were the first musically trained raisins. Boards up. Yeah, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Boards up. Are you looking for an apple? We're looking for the apple. There you go. Uh, seven, drawing an apple. It's funny when you talk to adults like a kindergarten teacher and they cheer. Oh, look, you drew an apple. Woo! <laughs> Fuck yeah! Actually, it's a peach. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite is whenever I talk to kids and I'm like, oh, you drew a beautiful picture of a house. And they're like, actually, that's a picture of my mother. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I hurt your feelings. Yeah, yeah. And tell your mom a story about her square head and window eyes. Oh, well. Question number seven. Who said that there is always some madness in love, but there is also always some reason in madness? Was it A, Shakespeare, B, Nietzsche, or C, Oscar Wilde? Who said that there is always some madness in love, but there is also always some reason in madness? Was it A, Shakespeare, B, Nietzsche, or C, Oscar Wilde? 
Nietzsche. 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 Uh, sorry, do you read Nietzsche? <laughs> yeah, it works. I looked four different videos up of how to pronounce his name, and every one it's was different. different. It's like, it's like uh, what's his name? Goebbels from uh, the Nazis. Who? Some people say Goebbels, some Goebbels. Or like Tinky Winky from the Teletubbies. Same thing, same guy. Oh, really? Exact same guy. That's where he escaped to. Some of them went to Brazil. Some right. of them went to the land of the child son. That's right. <laughs> Boards up. Boards up. We're looking for B. Nietzsche. Nietzsche. Question number eight. What is the term for the disorder that leaves you unable to feel any type of pleasure? It's not just sexual pleasure. It's any sort of, like, happiness. Is it A, anhedonia, B, hypopit? Hypopituitarism or C. Williams disorder. What is the name for the disorder which leaves you unable to feel pleasure? Is it A. Anhedonia. A N H E D O N I A. B. Hypopituitarism or something like that. H Y P O P I T U I T A R I S. What the fuck are you doing right now? Or C. What is happening? Are you just spelling random words? Or this C is the longest Williams, Williams. disease. <laughs> Williams disease. I've been biting on this joke for fucking 12 minutes now. Is it about Serena? No, it's obviously just about a guy named William who had no, like, you know, no pleasure or anything. It's like I poured a pitcher of Kool-Aid in front of William. Fucking nothing. I got him to snort rhinoceros horn. He didn't even get a little bit hard. No way. Boards up. Boards up. We're looking for A, anhedonia. A, anhedonia. Why would you pick such a long, stupid word for number two? Well, what I was hoping... You, you're like, you were putting that on that people would guess it. Yeah. That they'd be like, well, that's the obvious. He can't even fucking say it. That must be the you right answer. You had me. I'll tell you that. It yeah. worked on me. Question number nine. That was good. What is the name of the ancient Sanskrit text on eroticism, sexuality, and emotional fulfillment? What is the name of the ancient Sanskrit text on eroticism, sexuality, and emotional fulfillment? If you were to ask me at 12, I would say the Sears catalog. If you would have asked me in my 20s, it would have said bang bus. <laughs> the real one? You've been on that? No. Are you the guy who films it? No, I don't want to film somebody else having sex in front of me. I'm sure there's a scent to that that I don't want to explore. But you always film for me. You're my friend. That's I'll do different. anything for you. Yeah. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> Can I hold your dick? <laughs> Boards up. We're looking for... We're looking for what, the Kama what? Sutra. We're looking for the Kama Sutra. Everybody else got it. Uh, one, it's Kama, but yeah. You know, it's the Karma Sutra. <laughs> it's teaching you how to fuck your id. If you're really good to other people, we'll teach you how to be really naughty to other people at the <laughs> Karma Sutra. <laughs> Question number... 10, looking at the board right now, team number 2, 4, 6, 7, 12, and 13 are tied first place with 7 points. What is the name of the male character in the two... The Ross. Male, no. Just kidding. <laughs> what is the name of the male main character in the 2002 film A Walk to Remember? What is the name of the male main character in the 2002 film A Walk to Remember? We're looking character. for the character. Character Not name The here. actor. Yeah. The actress is Mandy Moore. Six foot tall. Is she? Yeah, pretty really? close. Yeah. I think she's like 5'11 or something like that. Yeah, is she's it a super story tall. about her just walking up to smaller guys and stepping on their heads? Yes, that's what it is. Dressed in a Super Mario suit? Boards up. Character's first name is Landon. Landon Carter. Gross. Did you, what did you guys write? Actor Shane West. Did you guys write Mr. Cancer Face? What, does he have face cancer? <laughs> Who? Mandy Moore has face cancer. Oh, in the movie. What? I've never seen the movie. I thought you meant in real life. <laughs> I was like, what a drop that is. <laughs> Holy shit. And she was kind of pretty religious. Question. That's the whole point you know of the I mean? movie. It's, yeah, just like, Kevin's damn. never seen the movie. He's going to watch it when he gets home tonight. Looking at the board right now. I team love romantic comedies. One, two. It's not a comedy. What? <laughs> one, one, two, four, six, seven, twelve, and thirteen. All tied for first place. We need all, one member from all those teams coming oh up. Oh my God! How many people? This is how it works. Cole's gonna ask a question. When you want to chime in, just stand back there behind him. 
No, we just need one. What one you like? It's not a team, team sport. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One person could say you can like stand behind him and cheer, but you can't help him answer. No, no, that's a different game show than this. We're gonna play a song. Do I go to your job and tell you how to do it? If I find out where it is, I will. I'm telling you right now. You think I won't, but I'm going to show up at 9 a.m. dressed for work. We are looking for the, the band name. Darren. UB40, you yeah. are correct. Yeah. Red, red wine. Woo. Celebrating. Still got it. Celebrating yeah. Valentine's Day. Darren, your table nice. is getting a pitcher of clear, clear beer. That was a nice round of applause. We are back. I have never <laughs> heard them do this birthday song thing at the Moose before. And now I've heard it three times. Three times in Valentine's Day is a popular birthday, I guess. I don't understand why. People are pounding puss nine months before, I guess. Happy nine months before Valentine's Day. <laughs> Round two, question one, true or false. Sperm contributes to feelings of love. Seminal fluid surrounding the sperm contains dopamine, causing a surge of romantic feelings when absorbed into the human body. True or false, sperm contributes to love. Seminal fluid surrounding the sperm contains dopamine, causing a surge of romantic feelings when absorbed into the body. Finally, bukkake makes sense to me. Right. So what you're saying pretty much is a dude who has a vasectomy is pretty much just, just uh, jerking out Gatorade at this point. It's just pure dopamine. Yeah. <laughs> you know, get it in, dear. Get it in. Uh, yeah. Honey, I'm depressed. Open up the <laughs> pharmacy. Boards up. Take Boards up. You're looking for? That is true. That is true. True. Get it in you. Fucking permanent markers. Oh. <laughs> you gave these guys a Sharpie, idiot. Ha uh, Do you have another <laughs> one? Okay, yeah. So just draw over that with that, and it'll come right off. It's a little trick. Is it not April? Is it not April Fool's? No, yeah. He gets these mixed up all the time. He thinks Valentine's Day is April Fool's. It's really stupid. Fucking idiot. <laughs> Question number two. According to Stanford University, what percentage of American couples met online as of 2019? According to Stanford University, what percentage of American couples met online as of 2019? So give me intervals of 10, as it's always. Gotta be 10, 20, 30, 40. Yeah, it's got to be staggering. 100%. I don't think it could be 100, but like... Yeah, close. Even Nanny's on Tinder. Dude, yeah, like everybody is. My dad said his only goal before he dies is to have sex one more time. That's it. Yeah, that's all he wants. <laughs> He's going to go out like the old guy at the beginning of the Sean Connery movie, Rising Sun, deep cut. Four is that we're looking for? It's 40%. 40%. Oh, well, what a boring article. Five. You guys got it. Great. Yeah. Good stuff, guys. You got the Stanford butthole. The Stanford Poo University. Oh, Congratulations. there you go. Yeah, so in 2009, only 20% of American couples. That's Keep in mind, Kevin, that's all American couples, even people that met before right. the dawn of the internet. So 40% is still a fucking that's huge, huge yeah, number. Of course. Stanford, does that work? That one also works. Yes. Question number three. True or false? Another true or false one for you. The iconic heart shape as a symbol of love is thought to come from twin pine cones used in pagan culture as a sign of romance. True or false, the iconic heart shape as a symbol of love is thought to come from two pine cones used in pagan culture as a sign of romance. Think about it. Pine cones, you put them together, you overlap them a bit. looks a bit sure. like a heart. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then you put it inside yeah. of your chest, and the next thing that you have is a human ant who will do nothing to stop... The devastation of the forest. That's right. Not even ending when he gets the taste for human flesh. Can't stop him then. And then you name him Pinocchio and you give him to an old man. That stupid old man. You erase his memories. Tries to have sex with him. What? Isn't that what Pinocchio's I, about? No, that's Pinocchio. My bad. Boards up. Boards up. You're looking for false. That is false. Oh. All the witches got it wrong. It's actually from the... Uh, 
silphium plant, which is sort of has a heart-shaped leaf, and right. it was used as a contraceptive. I don't know how well it worked, but I noticed that there's a lot less witches around than there used to be. That's right. So, must have done something right. <laughs> Question number four. In what decade was the first pacemaker surgically attached to a human? In what decade was the first pacemaker surgically attached to a human? This was not an internal pacemaker. It was on the exterior of a body. It weighed mm -hmm. 45 kilograms and used a 12-volt car battery because why the fuck not science? Because they don't build them like they used to. No. Good news, you're never going to have another heart attack. Bad news, you're never going to move again. <laughs> We did get you this wheelbarrow that you can push in front of you at all times. Boards up. It was 1950s. The 1950s. 1958. Hell yeah. 13 got it. You guys put true again. <laughs> you got to draw over it with that. Draw over this with that right now. Just do it right in front of you. Oh, it's a trick that sucks. every teacher knows. You take an erasable marker, a dry erase marker, you scribble over the permanent. When a kid draws a big giant dick on your whiteboard at Keep school, because it, it's hilarious for a minute. You make that. You make that happen. Question number five: What weapon is the King of Hearts holding on a standard deck of playing cards? What Ooh. weapon is the King of Hearts holding on a standard deck of playing cards? It kind of looks like he's jamming it into his own head, which I think is probably the wrong way to hold a weapon. Even if it's just an optical illusion and he's actually holding it behind his head, that's also a stupid way to hold anything. It's really sharp. Yeah, yeah, we're talking medieval weapons here. Maybe he's a magician. Maybe he's just trying to impress his friends. Maybe. Last time. They, had to, they commemorated him on a card, Cole. <laughs> it didn't end well for him. This next trip, trick is called Oops. Boards <laughs> up. You ever see me again? Boards up. We're looking for it is a sword. It is a sword. A sword specifically, yeah. One. What? Okay, fine. Dagger's Dagger fine. fine. Back in it. Two. Three. There's no rules anymore. Four. Ten. Five. Six. No, you guys just drew a penis. It's not bad. You guys, you guys definitely look like the type of dudes that would call their dick a sword. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cutlass, because I cut so many lasses with it. <laughs> Question number six. True or false? The first person to receive an implantable pacemaker lived longer than the surgeon who transplanted it for them. True or false? The first person to receive an implanted pacemaker lived longer than the surgeon who transplanted it. So the other question was about a pacemaker on the outside your body. This is when they upgraded to the inside. When they upgraded, and they were like, hey, yeah. what if we took a little bit of all this leftover shit from World War II that we used to make the missiles yeah. to get the Japanese folks, and we put it inside of someone's body? I mean, you still had to have jumper cables up your ass to connect to the car battery, but... If you do a little bit of rhinoceros blow first, it feels quite nice. Oh, yeah. Got no problems there. Boards up. Boards up. We're looking for True. We're looking for True. He lived to 86 years old. Wow. Yeah, that guy must have thought he was the best fucking doctor ever. Oh. He was like, <laughs> first one ever, and it worked? Worked perfectly? Great. I was checking the obituaries every day afterwards. I thought they were kidding when they said he was still alive. <laughs> Question number seven. What classical philosopher theorized that reasoning originated in the brain, but that passions originated in the heart? What classical philosopher... Theorized that reasoning originated in the brain, but passions originated in the heart. I believe that he was a firm believer of this until he learned that passions actually originate in your genitals. And then that's where the bad decisions come from. That's right. You think with your head, not the other head. Right. Or that's else. where that comes from. That's also one of his quotes after, <laughs> after you learned. And he spelled cum, C-U-M-S. Right. That's where that comes from. He invented cumin. That's how he spelled it anyway. Boards up. I don't know. Oh, that was a deep dig. <laughs> We're looking for a gentleman by the name of Plato. We're looking for Plato. Plato did. What did you write? Evanescence? Dick Hurts. Hilarious. Could have went with Richard Hurts just to give it a little cover. Ah, nice. You know? Question number eight. Whose beat, uh, sorry, whose heart beats faster, a man or a woman's? Whose heart beats faster, a man or a woman's? One of them beats 
about 8 beats per minute faster. One is 70 beats per minute, and the other one is 78 beats per minute. Meaning that if you have a limited number of beats in your heart, you should maybe steal a heart from the opposite sex, implant it in your body, and live huh. twice as long. No. No, I feel like it's not the device's fault. I feel like it's what the device is powering. Or even a very slow, like if you took a sloth's heart, that probably beats quite slow. That'll make you live for 400 years. Get a bear heart, and then you just sleep through winter and never age. And you get to eat delicious garbage. Absolutely. Mm, diapers and nachos together. Yeah. Boards up. Can't tell the difference. Boards up. We're looking for women's hearts beat faster. Women's hearts beat faster. <laughs> 11. Sure, the bitches. Uh, 12. <laughs> Question number nine. Question number nine. The earliest case of human heart disease was found where? The earliest recorded case of human heart disease was found where? So they were looking. No, no, no. They did a specific thing. Was it in like a specific book? Was it in, you know, a dinosaur that they found? Was it in, I don't fucking know. It was in something that they found. And they were like, something oh, Something had heart disease. That thing, that Human thing has heart disease very Okay, so obviously. it can't be book. Well, unless it's like... That human book has heart disease. Well, it could be like, and then we opened the body, and the heart looked like this, and here's a picture of it. Oh. And, oh, we don't know what's wrong. It's clearly full of demons. So we right. lit him on fire, and we got yep. his wife and his kids, too, because they were probably also possessed. Boards up. First heart disease they ever found was in a mummy. Was in a mummy. Cavemen. Yeah. Similar to mummies, slightly different places. When they fall asleep in ice, they're brilliant when you can dig them up, you know? But Question number 10. Well, I mean, the good thing is you look like uh, Brendan Fraser when you wake up. Now. Brendan Fraser, now. Oh, no. Question 10. Are we watching fucking lawn bowling right now? Oh, look at the crowd. We better <laughs> be. Either that or knitting. <laughs> oh, look at <laughs> Professional knitting. Actually, the guy that was on TV, that was one of the dudes that had the first pacemaker installed. It's, it's professional buy things you see on the TV late at night show. <laughs> team number five and team number six are tied for first place with seven points apiece. Team number 12, able to tie it up. Team number seven, enjoying drawing penises on their board. Having a good time. And they're not even very good at that. Question number 10. On what day of the week do most heart attacks take place? On what day of the week do most heart attacks take place? I know, me personally, when right. I do, when I have my cocaine Friday, right, right. and then I follow it up with heroin Saturday. Just to balance it out. It's all about the yin and the yang. Yeah, you know? yeah. If you wake up in, on Monday, you just got a head full of cobwebs, no heart attacks. I just gave it away. Let's go. Boards up. Boards up. We're looking for Mondays. We're looking for Mondays. Six. Holding up a chicken wing at this point. Brilliant. Team number six with eight points. They're going to be getting some prizes from the fine folks at Sleeping Giant. We are back for the third round of Trivia the Music Round. If this is your first time doing trivia with us, the way the music round works is a little bit different. You get one point for the correct song title and one point for the correct band name. With regards to that, you do have to be 100% accurate on those. If you write The Police and it's a song by Sting, you are incorrect. If you write Sting and a song by The Police, you're incorrect. Same thing with the song title. If you add a word, if you miss a word, you are wrong. The theme of tonight's music round is going to be breakup songs. So these songs don't necessarily mean that they're sad or that they're happy. They're just songs that you might listen to if you get your little heart completely shit on. Yeah. I've never had one. I, they don't exist. You've never had a heart? No. Or you've never had a shit? Both. Oh, wow. That's pretty impressive. It explains your skin color. Yeah, yeah. Your general tone of just like jaundiced yeah, yeah. and poisoned at the same time. Hey, well, I had my asshole sewn shut. I used to be an altar boy. So. <laughs> Question number one. Kevin just jacked off his microphone. <laughs> I know that you're trying to make it look like a shotgun, but it... No, no, I wasn't. Okay. Yeah. Well, then in that no, case... I, yeah, success. You did yeah, perfect. I did it. Boards up. 
Boards up. We're looking for Heartbreaker by Pat Benatar. Heartbreaker by Pat Benatar. Question number two. Another easy one. This one you sing as the person that you love walks away and never comes back. It's an instrumental version, but tell me, tell me the person who sings that originally yeah. and the name of the song. You don't know the name of the fuck. You're like, I know that trumpet player anywhere. Yeah. You kidding me? That's John G. Georgians from Tennessee. <laughs> he is actually the one who wrote that song. It's a cover. Boards, we're looking for Against All Odds by Phil Collins. Against All Odds by Phil Collins. Nice. You guys know that shit. I know they know the Phil Collins. I feel like Darren and I, like Darren and my parents actually probably got the same Columbia House delivery. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the, rec the records, you know, like the records I fucking know. Every month across town at the exact same time, <laughs> they were both cracking open a fresh copy of Columbia House's finest. So I'm like, I'm never going to fucking pay for these. I didn't even put my real name down. Question number three. What I said, it told me shit now. Fuck the presents, might as well throw them. When the song came out, you liked it because it said the F word, but also you liked it because it made you cry at the same time. Oh. Because you thought about how you had given your best Pokemon card to a girl that you thought you were going to be together forever and you, were, you weren't lending her Charizard you, as much as giving her a, a true sign of your affection. You're such a sucker. Boards up. She's probably rich off that shit right now. Yeah. We're looking for Fuck It by Amon. Fuck It by Amon. What a fucking piece of shit song that is. <laughs> well, if you thought the last one was a piece of shit, wait till you get a load <laughs> of question number four. Load. There's some songs I want you to know that are even painful for me. That's one of them. I drown it out now. You know what I mean? It's like babies crying, people saying, help me. <laughs> I just drown it right out. I don't even fucking hear it. Boards up. Boards up. We're looking for Break Up With Your Girlfriend, I'm Bored by Ariana Grande. Break Up With Your Girlfriend, I'm Bored by Ariana Grande. Do you need to have I'm Bored? Yeah, you It's do. not even in parentheses or anything. That's a good, that's a nice message. That is a nice message. Break up with your girlfriend. I'm bored. You sound like you're worth the investment. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I will. Yeah. You're totally not going to punch me at my dad's funeral. <laughs> you're going to be fine. Question number five. Letting go. And if it's real, I don't want to know. Literally a song about a breakup. Within the band. What? Yeah, it's about the bass player. Really? Yeah. The guy with the bleach hair? Yeah, believe it or not. Nice. That guy has some cred. Boards is that we're looking for Don't Speak by No Doubt. Don't Speak by No Doubt. Don't sleep. <laughs> Don't sleep. Don't sleep. I know just where you're sleeping. And I have very sharp knives. And if I stab you, it'll hurt. Don't sleep. I want to wear your face, <laughs> Question number six. Uh, this one I put on here because a friend of mine once upon a time told me that... This is a fake story. He doesn't... Have any friends. Yeah. Okay, I told myself one time after I'd been broken up with <laughs> that a good way to deal with it was to make a drinking game out of this song where every time that they say, take it, you take, you, you take a shot. Your hair loss makes more sense every time you tell these stories. It's still going. People, people say they're still playing that song to this day. <laughs> The recording studio's falling down around us. <laughs> to this. 
There's a rat gnawing on his neck, but he can't brush it off because he's trapped. You can't really hear the instruments anymore because they're broken. It's just like... <laughs> they're stuck in the Hotel California. Uh. Boards up. Boards up. We're looking for Take It to the Limit by the Eagles. Take It to the Limit by the Eagles. What'd they have? Take It to the Limit one more time. Yeah, oh. whatever. I want you to know that if you win, it's because Kevin is bad at his job. But you did bring your child to trivia, so you're bad at your job. <laughs> yeah, so look at us. Apparently, he's got little headphones on, or they've yeah, got little the headphones iPad on. Yeah, the iPad going. So that's cool. That's a smart way to do it. This is what babysitting has turned into, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it used to be like when I was a kid, your parents left you at home, and they said right. the TV was your baby. Now the TV can come wherever you want to go as an adult. Still the babysitter. You want to go pick up drugs? Leave the kid in the car with an iPad. They'll be fine. Fucking leave the fucking window down a crack if you're so nervous. Question number seven. Here we go. Fiona says she's out shopping. Mushies on the me and I'm not stopping. Because Scotty doesn't know. Scotty doesn't know. Scotty doesn't know. T number two, I'm going to give you a hint. The line that they said over and over and over about someone not knowing, you might want to write that down and you'll get a point. Your kids write Scotty? Write the word Scotty, like the tissue brand? It's a type of toilet paper. Or like the curling. I believe that there's a curling championship that they also sponsor. Just went by. It's on the screen now and it's not cashmere. Boards up. We're looking for Scotty Doesn't Know by Lustra. Scotty Doesn't Know by Lustra. Five yeah, seconds dude. of summer. Way newer than that. <laughs> Nobody remembering hot early 2000 band. And that's why when you just worked hard on a fucking song in the studio all summer, you don't put it in a movie where Matt Damon is going to be playing you. <laughs> Seems like a real left turn career wise. Question number eight. This one is a little bit, a uh, little bit more mainstream to get everybody's points up. Here we go. Right now, he's probably slow dancing with a bleach blonde tramp, and she's probably getting thirsty. Right now, he's probably buying her some fruity little drink because she can't. I think everybody knows that one. I believe that every single person that's ever been broken up with has, uh, and by everyone, I mean, I mean women over forty. Have right. sung that song at karaoke and cried about next husband. Boards up. We're looking for Before He Cheats by Carrie Underwood. Before He Cheats by Carrie Underwood. What is she saying, like, before he cheats? No, it's before he does uh, up, 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 down, down, left, right, left, right, A, B, oh, A, B, start, right. select. Before, yeah, you better leave because he's about to cheat on Contra. He's about to fucking win Contra. Question number nine. Oh, what do we got? What do we got that people are going to do... Well, pfft, nothing. Question number nine. Here we go. I'm in the corner watching you kiss her. Oh, I'm right over here. Why can't you see me? Oh. Play this one at the 90s evening. Oh. If you were there. And this one is, I believe, from the 90s. Tactically from the 90s? Yeah, yeah. Unlike all the 2004s yeah. that I played. Unlike the 65% of your set list that was from the 2000s. Taylor Swift's probably from the 90s. <laughs> she was born in the 90s. Boards up. Boards up. We're looking for Dancing on My Own by Robin. Dancing on My Own by Robin. Question number 10. Looking at the board right now. Team number 10 is in the lead with 14 points. Team number five, just behind them with 13. Team number two, I'm sorry that I let you down. I feel like there's songs that we could agree on. I thought the Eagles was going to help you, but you wrote Fleetwood Mac. It's all good. You did all right. You did okay. Yeah. You guys have been doing great the other round. This is apparently the music round. I'm bad. There's a pretty good meme of him carrying two big 14-kilo boxes of kitty litter under each arm, walking out of a Walmart. <laughs> Fucking loves cats. I love I know. cats. Dude, yeah. I love cats, too. All metal people love cats. Boards up. Boards up. You're looking for Skulls by the Misfits. Skulls by the Misfits. Woo! Five, one point. Nobody else. That tied him up. 
That one yeah. question. I laid that one up to my friend's table. Woohoo! Happy Valentine's Day. We need one member from Team <laughs> 5 and one member from Team 10 to come on up for a lightning round. Oh, boy. Third lightning round. Fuck Luckily, yeah, let's just keep them going all night. We're looking for the song title. We're looking for the song title. Say something, I'm giving up on you. Say something, you are correct. It is say something, Adam. Dude, I know. They shouldn't have said yeah. <laughs> we said it, but yeah. We're not going to play a second Misfits tune in a row. I'm sorry. No. Team number 10 is getting the win. Come on back up and spin that wheel. <laughs> Finishing up this, this evening of discussion about hearts. We're doing it. We're going to do an entire round on excrement. I need to admit something. I actually don't have any questions about penises. Is there a lot of questions about penises? I feel like they're pretty just standard. How many penises does blank animal have? Oh, those kind. Okay. It's always one or two, unless it's the echidna. Well, it's never none. The echidna has four, a four-headed penis. It's got, it's got one penis with four shafts on the end of it. So right. if you want to use some bandwidth tonight, look that up if you're lonely and maybe uh, give a little bit of friendly time to yourself. Worth the bandwidth. Think about Sonic and Knuckles and think about why he's called Knuckles. Ooh, Sonic came out tonight. Question one. True or false? Queen Sonia of Norway was once the daughter of a clothing merchant. Queen Sonia of Norway, sorry, true or false, Queen Sonia of Norway was once the daughter of a lowly clothing merchant. It's pretty much Aladdin, but, but a girl. It's yeah. the story of Lady Aladdin. Right. L Aladdin, as you might say. A lady. Boards up. We're looking for true. We're looking for true. Her and her husband, uh, sorry, her husband, who was at the time the prince of right. Norway, they dated in secret for nine years, and when his dad finally found out, he said, I will never marry anyone again unless you met, let me marry her. And he was the only child, so they would have had no, uh, no successors. He waited until his dad had old dusty balls. Yeah, he's like, hey, Dad, I know that, I know that dick dried up. <laughs> yeah, I know your dick dried up, so... Mom's dead, so you can't put another baby in her. I'm going to do what I want. Question number two, multiple choice question. Which of the following is defined by Urban Dictionary as a friend couple used in both a romantic and platonic context? Is it A, a fruple, B, the dip, or C, eating the cat? Which of the following is defined by Urban Dictionary as a friend couple used in both a romantic and platonic context? Is it A, fruple? F-R-O-U-P-L-E. C, or sorry, B, the dip. Or C, eating the cat. Oh, you know Greg and Mallory are eating the cat. Boards up. We're looking for A, a fruple. It's obviously a fruple, guys. Yeah. Question number three. True or false? When holding a baby, a man's testosterone levels go down. True or false? When holding a baby... A man's testosterone levels go down. So a man picks up a child, and what happens to him on the inside? Does he get a sudden urge to lift that baby above his head, much like Rafiki, and then break it over his knee like Bane? That's like giving a baby to a silverback gorilla. <laughs> That's both Bane and Rafiki in one. Boards up. Boards up. We're looking for true. We're looking for true. Yeah, guys talking like baby voices and stuff. Like, they get all, like, mushy, too. You get all mushy, and then your hair... I'm excited, because apparently if I get to hold a baby, my testosterone goes down and my hair comes back, is what I've heard. You think it's too much testosterone that's doing that? I'll pay that's what science has told me. You're too much... You're so much of a man that you could take direct sunlight onto your skin. Yep. <laughs> Question number four. What is the name of Ryan Gosling's character from the 2004 film The Notebook? What is the name of Ryan Gosling's character from the 2004 film The Notebook? Oh, boy. Let me tell you. Hey. This opened up a whole can of worms for a lot of guys who were in not really that seriously committed relationships in 2004. Oh. And all of a sudden, their girlfriend was like, hey, if I'm a bird, are you a bird? And they're like, I'm not a bird. I'm a man. What are you talking about? Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. I wasn't watching. <laughs> 
boards up. We're looking for Noah. We're looking for Noah. Noah. It's because he builds her a big boat. Ooh. He says, he says, hey, if you want to live, get in. <laughs> and you can never leave because God told me. Question number five. Here's a fun one about love. Oh, okay. Which Copelands hold the infamy of being the oldest couple to be convicted of murder and sentenced to death together? Is it Ray A, Ray and Faye Copeland, B, J and Shay Copeland, or C, K and Tay Copeland? Which Copelands hold the infamy of being the oldest couple to be convicted of murder and sentenced to death? Is it A, Ray and Faye Copeland, B, J and Shay Copeland, or C, K and Tay Copeland. He was 76. She was 69. Nice. Hilarious. And apparently they hired some people to work on their farm. Right, and they would just kill them. And then they would yeah. be like, oh, you would like money? Well, how about you get paid how about, in How about a 22 to the back of the head? You know what? It's, it's because their fucking names rhyme, and that's creepy enough. Yeah. Hi, it's Ray and Faye. We're not home right now because we're killing a drifter. <laughs> <laughs> Boards up. Boards up. We are looking for A, Ray and Faye. A, Ray and Faye. Team 10. You guys wrote it after I said the answer. You're right here. These old eyes. Yeah, yeah. I see some things. Yeah, she uh, said that she was innocent, but then when they went into their house, yeah. they found out that she had written a list with the guy's names on it and then put a bunch of X's through their names, and she slept on a quilt made out of their clothes, covered right. in blood. Yep, 100%. Yeah, it was on Forensic Files. Innocent. Totally sure. innocent. you kidding me? I didn't know. I thought it was Ross. You're wearing his Hanes. I thought these were mine. Well, I wasn't going to let that old, all those old drifter clothes go to waste. Question number six. What type of radioactive material was used to power pacemakers in, the 19, in 1974? What type of radioactive material was used to power pacemakers in 1974? Well, if Iron Man has taught me anything, just kidding. You just take yes. a bit of whatever you have handy. Ooh, uranium. It's like, oh, we built a bomb. Let's put something near your heart. That should help. <laughs> If any of the people from Nagasaki can tell you, clean bill of health heart-wise. Boards up. Boards up. We're looking for plutonium. We're looking for plutonium. Arc reactor was a good guess. Yeah. Question number seven. What did Freud refer to as someone's unconscious sexual desire for their opposite sex parent and hatred of their same-sex parent. What did Freud refer to as someone's unconscious sexual desire for their opposite-sex parent and hatred of their same-sex parent? Based off of an old Greek tale about a guy who heard, he got a little whisper that was like, hey, dude, you're going to murder your dad and fuck your mom. And he's like, no way, I'm a move. And no. then he moved to the town that his real parents were living, and guess what? That's Man. why if anyone whispers those things to you, you should just say, maybe I will. And then wink yeah, at them. Maybe I will. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you wanna you wanna challenge them. And then you say stepmother, and then it says Brazzers on the screen. Exactly. Boards up. We're looking for the Oedipus complex. Oedipus complex. A couple of people wrote it. E A T A P I S S, which is something different. No, and you can't eat piss. No, unless it's frozen. Frozen piss. Question eight. Montezuma the second. The last emperor of the Aztecs considered what foodstuff to be a love drug and drank cups of it every day. Montezuma II, the last emperor of the Aztecs, considered what foodstuff to be a love drug and ate cups of it every single day. So he'd take some of this, he'd mix it up with a little bit of water, right. chug a lug lug. Whatever it is, he had terrible diarrhea from it. Up, <laughs> regardless, he <laughs> If Montezuma's revenge is any indication. It's because he's coming back. Like, why do you keep eating that? It's like, ah, it's really good, but god damn it. Another eight cups of this stagnant water, and I should be fine. Boards up. Boards up. We're looking at four cups of chocolate. Cups of chocolate. We'll take cocoa. That's fine. Blood was heavy, guys. I don't know what it is about all this human blood that I've been drinking, but let me tell you, Whew. I certainly have a big case of AIDS. I feel not great. Question nine, which of the following is not an animal that mates for life? Is it A, beavers, B, seahorses, or C, gila monsters? 
Which of the following is not an animal that mates for life? Is it A, a beaver, B, a seahorse, or C, a gila monster? A beaver, a small animal that lives in Canada, a seahorse, a small animal. Why are you explaining these ones? Because I literally heard someone say, what the fuck is a gila monster? That's what I mean. Like, don't, you don't have to explain beaver, seahorse, and that gila monster. What's a gila monster? It's a real monster. It's an actual monster. It lives under your bed. Okay. And when you look under, it'll snap its tiny teeth at you. But then you'll get used to it and be like, I can't be without you. Yeah. I can't quit you. Boards up. We're looking for sea gila monsters. Sea gila monsters. It, what is a gila monster, man? It's just a lizard. It's just a fucking poisonous lizard. That doesn't mate for life. And he just finger fucks all around town. Doesn't oh, give a care. Dipping right. his little lizard dick in all sorts of strange places. He's Kid Rock. He'll fuck a bird. He doesn't yeah. care. He's like, you lay eggs? You got a cloaca? Let me get some of that. I don't give a care. He's not even Kid Rock. He's somebody who sings Kid Rock at karaoke. <laughs> Professionally. Looking at the board right now, team number 12 has the lead with eight points. Team number five, the only team able to tie it up. Everyone else, hopefully you're better at life than you are at trivia, but probably not. Question 10. How many decades did the world's longest marriage last? How many decades did the, world, the world's longest marriage last in the picture both of them look like old wax mannequins that can barely even well, be brought... Well, that's how it lasted so long. They can barely even be brought to touch each other, let alone get a picture taken together. It's just a mutual understanding that they had, you know? It's just like, ah, fuck it. I think they probably both have Alzheimer's, so they just think that they're fooling around on their partner oh, all yeah. the time. Don't tell Carl. It's like, I don't even know who that is. Woo! <laughs> Give me some of that. Ow! Board's up. Boards up. World's longest marriage lasts for eight decades. Eight decades. Jesus, 80 years. Team number 12 is going to be getting the win with a whopping eight points. Round of applause, team number 12. Yay. They are getting a $10 gift certificate from the fine folks at the Moose. Give me a quick second to see who the overall winner is while we listen to the sound of a Gila monster trying to seduce someone <laughs> in a very, very uncomfortable way. Also snatching up the overall of this Heartbreaker trivia, team number 12 with a whopping 27 points. Yeah. Round of applause, team number 12. They're getting a $15 gift certificate from the fine folks of the Moose, as well as entered for the $100 Visa gift card from my good buddy Josh at Modern Investing. If you murder a loved one tonight on Valentine's Day, no one expects that, and you get a big old life insurance payout. Talk to Josh at Modern Investing, and he'll find a way that he can hide it in some TFSA so that when you get out of jail, you won't have to pay tax on it. Before everyone takes off for the night, I just want to say thank you guys for coming out and supporting Live Entertainment at the Moose. We do this every single Super Fun Time Trivia is recorded every week live in front of an uncaring audience. It's also edited slightly to make it a little bit easier on your ears. You can catch past and future episodes wherever you find your podcast. And if you enjoyed it, please rate it and review it on iTunes and every other available place. It would mean a lot to us to help us get this bad boy off the ground. And if you hated it, please send us scathing hate mail or tasteful news of your grandparents, too. 